This is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. On Christmas Day, the James Webb Space Telescope finally launched. It was a moment of huge relief and long awaited. This is the most complicated and expensive telescope ever designed and built. And what makes it more nail-biting is that this telescope was launched into space to its destination on the far side of the moon, where nobody can visit to fix things if they go wrong. This is the culmination of 30 years of endeavour and 10 billion US dollars of investment in this, the most complex of spacecraft. The publicity has also been marvellous with NASA and the European Space Agency collaborating to bring inspiration to everyone, especially those with access to the internet. The YouTube videos, which you can go and have a look at, went inside the control rooms giving a feeling of being there at the moment the telescope was launched from Europe's spaceport in French Guyana inside a French Ariane 5 rocket. And off it goes to what is known as the Lagrange Point 2, one and a half million kilometres away from Earth, to live out its days bringing us data from the beginnings of light 13 billion years ago. Although astronomers may be impatient to receive this data, there will be a period of six months or so while the instruments have to be tuned and tested. So what is this precious data? And why have governments got together to spend so much and take on board such risk to obtain it? Well, one of the things we're attempting to do with this telescope is verify theories about the origins of the universe and how it evolved in the early stages. First objects, known as primordial stars, have been predicted, but we don't know that much about them. And as our terrestrial telescopes can't see well enough through our atmosphere, we just have had to theorise about what happened when these first stars were made, when the universe was a mere 180 million years old. According to theory, these first stars were 30 to 1,000 times as massive as our sun and millions of times as bright and burned only for a few million years before meeting a violent end. Each of these massive early stars would have, according to theory, produced a supernova or collapsed into a black hole. The early products of stellar evolution will be detectable by the James Webb. It's what it was designed to see. And to do this, the telescope must be capable of exceptional imaging in the near-infrared wavelength. This is not light that is visible to the human eye and wouldn't be detectable from Earth. And this is because the atmosphere, or more specifically water and other molecules in the atmosphere, block infrared radiation from space. So what the James Webb Space Telescope can do is take a look and see if our theories of what happened at the dawn of light not long after the universe began are correct. Galaxies are the visible building blocks of the universe. Theory and observation also give us a particular picture of the assembly of galaxies. It seems that small objects formed first and then were drawn together to form larger ones. However, we do not really know how galaxies are formed and what controls their shapes, what makes them form stars, how the chemical elements are generated and redistributed through the galaxies, whether the central black holes exert great influence over these galaxies and so on. The James Webb Space Telescope is also going to look at planetary systems and the origins of life. 
And this theme is to determine the physical and chemical properties of planetary systems outside of our own and investigate the potential for the origins of life in those systems. So it's going to look at the atmospheres around planets and provide near and mid infrared imaging and spectroscopy to observe these exoplanets. And we may be surprised at what we find. And this will answer the biggest question of all, are we alone? If traces of chemicals which we know cannot be created by nature are found around distant planets, one possible conclusion is that they've been artificially created by other life forms. And finally, there is what we call the unknown unknowns, where the telescope will find objects or reveal processes we so far have not dreamt about. This is the reason many people are interested in science. We can find things out there which we do not know about and extend our knowledge of the universe. At the end of January, the telescope will arrive at its destination beyond the moon, and as it travels, various parts of the telescope will begin deployment. So, we wish it well on its journey, and I'm sure you'll hear more about it in this broadcast of Looking Up for Now. This is Ketchel Kirkham, wishing us clear skies. <laughs>